When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge at Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint, and it's time to talk about Ohio State football, as we do every Monday. It's Letterman Live. That's Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, and a festive mm, festive Jeremy okay. Birmingham. So last night, Taco I sent a festive. group text to three phone numbers I thought were you guys, uh-huh, and yeah. I said, mm. ugly sweater party, and I got a bunch of responses. Two out of three said, yes, absolutely. But it must not have been you guys. I don't. I, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I have one at home. I'd have rocked it with you. I've this never weekend, given you my phone number. This weekend got <laughs> this weekend got away from me, and I I you don't know who you text, huh? texting. That's How true. do you decide that a taco sweater? Where do you get the taco yeah. sweater? Let's be clear about two things that I love. Uh huh. Tacos. Uh huh. And making myself and look Christmas. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and but so, not Christmas. Yeah. I mean, Christmas happens every year. Tacos happen every day in your heart. Oh, do they? So, the like, I, I, I figured what better way to embody who I am as a person than a taco sweater, and uh, here we are. Feliz Navidad. You had to, yeah, you had to get to, like, page nine on Google to find that thing. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Here we are, indeed. Um, Christmas on Saturday. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Happy uh, Rose Bowl preparation. Bob, it seems like I know you're in there every single day grinding at 4 a.m. in the woody, uh, getting, the, getting the pulse. I was there last week. Though, of, the, of the Buckeyes. It, the way that Ohio State is talking, they seem to be embracing the Rose Bowl a little bit more than I thought they would. Now, we'll still have to see in 11, 12 days once they get there how motivated they actually will be. But a lot of this chirping that has come from the other side of the rivalry seems to have fueled at least some bowl prep. Yeah, I think you've got – a lot of proud guys in that facility, especially on the defensive side, uh, the front seven who felt like they got embarrassed. And then you hear, you know, a victory lap of sorts coming from uh, the state up north afterwards. About, Just one? Well, I mean, multiple, <laughs> multiple laps. I mean, banners being flown. I mean, just lots of trash, third base, hitting triples, you know, soft on defense. I mean, all these things, like, if you're a competitor, that's going to impact your heart and your pride of how well you think you're going to go out there and prepare. And thankfully, I said very rarely in life do you get an opportunity. To, I don't know if you can ever right, right or wrong. You can't go back and, and play Michigan again. But you can play a team that plays very similar mm-hmm. to them. And people could argue, I mean, I don't know if anyone's hotter than Utah right now with how well they're playing, especially on the offensive side and their ability to rush the football. So they're going to get that opportunity. They're a little depleted. You know, a linebacker, I mean, it's been a, a battle of attrition throughout right. the season. And, you know, so they're probably calling on some guys to you know, go out there. They may only have three or four scholarship dudes dressed. Um, but you know what? You know, pack, pack your shoulder pads. Pack your defense. Pack your run game. Like, that's the type of game this is ultimately going to be. So I know that they're excited about that opportunity to go out there and do that. And, and to show everybody that, you know what, like, that was just a one-off. Mm-hmm. Like, it got away from us a little bit. Things got, but we're not a soft team. We're playing a team that likes to run it. We can go up there. We can bang on these dudes. We can stop them and show everybody that you know this defense came a long way from Oregon at the beginning of the year. What, yeah. what do you think would happen if any of us said bang on dudes and Bobby was sitting right next to us? Well, I mean, that's the reality of what's <laughs> going Earth on. Earth or something would have come to, out. I don't know. They're going to California. Yeah. <laughs> 
Pack your shoulder pads and your mask. And your mask and bang on some dudes. Um, I, I think it's I think it's good. I think you see these defensive players. And I, you saw Steel Chambers come out and say, you know, that wasn't a great game. It was kind of a soft game for us. And, you know, I think Bob hit it on the head. It gives these guys a chance to – you're not going against Michigan, but you're kind of going to the next best thing, at least towards the end of the season, how they were running the ball and how, you know, just powering – overpowering people and have a quarterback that can make some throws and can get the ball downfield. And that's not what they want to do, but, you know, it's something they can. So it's like Michigan – I'm not Michigan Plus, but, you know, it's, it's yeah. the same sort of deal. And so it gives them a chance to come out and Diet just, Michigan. just show that, you know, that was a fluke. We, weren't, we didn't play our best game. We are capable of much better. And, you know, the numbers and who's going to be playing, of course, is going to come into factor because we are short at some key positions and key positions where we need them to help stop that run so i mean that, that's going to be a big issue and we'll, we'll find out as, as they get out there like you're talking about i'm glad you brought up what Steele said because part of the the issue of anytime someone has a problem it's like you know the the steps of grief addiction like admitting that there is a problem is yes, the first, first step. step and not trying to excuse it like well you know we really weren't good yeah, yeah mm-hmm. this and that it was they, snowing, snowing and, like, yeah. yeah you know we, we've had some injury hey listen all those things th- th- those may all be true and they may be reasons but like you do have to own the performance yep. and the fact that he came out like, hey you know what yeah. Yeah. You can watch the film. <laughs> yeah. We were a little yeah, we soft. Got, we got our butts kicked, you know, in a, you in know, a way. We're getting hit, and we're getting kind of driven through a little bit on some tackles. Getting the guys down, but it doesn't look as clean as you would like. And mm-hmm. so for him to come out there and openly acknowledge that, once you acknowledge the problem, then you can go to the second part, mm-hmm. which is actually the – I call it the vanilla ice. If there's a problem, yo, yep. I'll solve it. I'll solve it. So that's, what, that's the next part of it. They've acknowledged it. We've determined what it is. That's mm-hmm. really – it's the easy part of identifying. Admitting it is a little bit more difficult, and then solving it, well, that takes you I mean, a long, hard look in the mirror and saying, what do I need to do mm-hmm. to get better? you got to check the hook for sure. And what I liked about what Steel Chambers said, and, and Jack Sawyer and some others, was that when you're looking at it and you're saying, yep, that team played soft on that particular day, I don't. I think there's a – and we talked about it right afterwards. Like It doesn't mean that the entire program yeah. – has caved in and that the the roof on the Woody is is not built yeah, on We it. played Michigan State a week before like, and they were supposed to run the ball over the place and they didn't, it, right? It was one day. Yeah. And they did not meet the toughness standard on that one day, but I don't think that that is a sweeping indictment of the other 364 days, no matter how much you emphasize Michigan in that particular game. They didn't play that well, but it doesn't mean that you have to say, well, yeah. Mickey Marotti doesn't know how to do this anymore, <laughs> or Ryan Day can't. You say Fire Marotti? Is that what? Austin didn't. Say oh that. my gosh! Like all the other things are still in place, and one game is doesn't mean that the program is broken. It doesn't mean the program is broken, but it, one game matters, one day matters, and that's how you define yourself, especially at Ohio State, by what happens on that one day. Yeah. And so you sort of have had your your entire character tested, and I think the interesting thing about the Utah game is that. Even if the Utes, the two Utes, come out and run the ball the same way Michigan did and, and, and dominate Ohio State defensively up front the way Michigan did, I don't think doesn't it will sound, matter. That doesn't sound very good. I don't think it will matter because <laughs> Ohio State isn't playing Michigan's defense, and I think that they'll still score enough points to win the game. So, But will it feel good? No, but that's a, that, I guess that's the question, right? Like, What is the threshold of does this cleanse the soul? And Because you could still go out and give up 250 yards rushing but win 42 to 35 – and people will be like, it's a win, it's a win. But that doesn't matter. What matters here is how you bring it uh, on that game day. And if, if the defense 
steps up and shows up with pride. And I think an interesting thing for me as I look at it here is I pass these uh, fried mushrooms down. And hey, uh, can I interrupt you bites. one second? There, there are mac and cheese bites here today. There we go. Oh, that hey. is the biggest yes, development it is. of the day. Um, so mac and cheese bites are back. They're back. One thing I think that's interesting, Bob, is that there's a lot of coaches on this staff that are yeah. maybe coaching for a job next oh. year mm. uh, and players who are going to have an opportunity to put some film out there for a new defensive coordinator for the first time. And I wonder – you know, there. I don't think there's been sweeping decisions made about which defensive staff members stick around or any of that kind of stuff yet. But really, I don't think so. I mean, I think that there's, I think there's question marks uh, still. It's like how exactly it fills out. But I, you know, I think there's a lot of people who I thought they were putting together like a blood sport style tournament <laughs> to see who stays. Getting the octagon. Well, hey, no, no, no. The last man standing. That, no, no, that's that been coaching canceled. staff that's is, been canceled. St- Omicron. is a little bit on it. Omicron came along. Omicron. No, that island canceled everything. That island where they fight blood yeah, sport. That they was, still have it's insulated. Omicron. Omicron canceled it. So um, <laughs> Dana White still has the I island. I just think it's, it's still it's, up. It's a it's a final day for people to really kind of put something out there and say, hey, this is who we are f- yeah. moving forward. When you got guys who you're talking about, are you going to leave? Are you, you know what are you doing on the defensive side of the ball? On the defensive like, where line, the hell are you going? yeah, you know, like yeah. this is a chance for you to get that last one off. Well, I mean, they're going to pay attention to it, of course, but to show, hey, that was an off day. We came back strong here in this ball game. We stuck around for our team. You know, all that good stuff that goes into it. But to get some good film out there, are you talking about the brotherhood? I think that's what I think that's what Jay Z is referring to. Brotherhood is the brotherhood sticking around, playing for one another, and we see a lot of departures. And there's a lot of guys who could leave and not play. And I think that overwhelmingly, most of the guys are going to show up. Yep. There might be a couple guys who opt out, but I think there could be some surprises, as you have alluded to, Mr. Wharton. I think a lot of those guys, especially on the defensive side of the ball, will be out there and will be in full force. And you know, number one, getting Cam Brown back and his. Boy. His acknowledgement that he will be returning next year, that that's huge. That's a, really big because he's a very talented player, mm-hmm. beat up a little bit this year, but having a veteran presence with a guy with his skill level, that is massive. What a what a beautiful graphic he posted. Oh, thumbs it, up. Oh, he's, he's diving. Oh, I missed it. Berman uh, and I helped. I didn't oh, make the did graphic, you? but we coordinated some of this. With nice. As you guys know, he's one of my favorite players. I just Why is that? He's just a genuine human being. He's not a wild card. He's the opposite of that. Although, but he's the one. Although guy it does come out, he's out. not a prison he'll, show he'll guy. Does come out a little bit on the field. He'll, stop, he'll, he'll curb stomp a dude. If, we saw that. If, if we you did grab, see it. If you grab yeah, his in ankle there. and won't let go, he's going to grab your helmet. I've had enough injuries. Get off my ankle. That's all we need. That's all. I'm, I'm okay. not saying Don't you've got to be a dude on the field wild card. Walking around at noon on a Tuesday <laughs> on High Street looking for someone to shank. I'm just saying when the when the opportunity someone punches you in the face, you punch him back. When when the ball hits the foot or foot hits the ball. Rather, either way, either way, depending how you look at it, the ball or the foot. When there's an opportunity presents itself, and they throw the bat signal up, well, then that means you put your cape and costume on, and you go fight some crime. You call it a costume, or do you call it a uniform if you're a superhero? It's a costume until you until you actually do it. (laughs) Until until you save somebody, then it becomes a uniform. (laughs) A football football outfit is a costume until you actually use it for its intended purpose. Helmet and shoulder pads are used to hit somebody. That makes a lot of sense, and. Cameron Brown coming back makes a lot of sense and helps, I think, both parties there. There was so much conversation. Does Ohio State need to go into the portal? Do they oh, need to add a Elias player? Ricks. Well, mm, it's a bam. I mean, I Cameron Brown reports out there. puts all of that conversation to rest yeah. because now you have uh, a senior cornerback who's – he certainly could have been on an NFL roster next year. And even with a limited sample size of playing and still being hurt this year, when he was out there full full strength, full go, he was one of the best cornerbacks in the Big Ten. Uh 
one of the best in the country, I would say, when you partner him with Denzel Burke. So those two come back. Legend Cavazos, been pretty critical of him, but he was playing a lot better as the season went on. Mm-hmm. Jordan Hancock. Fr- Hancock, Herbie. Yeah. Han- He's yeah. going to be Jordan good. Hancock, Ja'Kalen Johnson. I mean, Ja'Kalen hurt himself uh, in the which, – which game was that? The Penn State game. Hurt himself. He got injured. Uh, I don't know. He got hurt. I don't know if he hurt did. himself. I don't know if he did it himself. Or Hurting not. yourself is falling down the stairs or like uh, slipping in the shower. The the Jaguars kicker hurt himself this weekend. Oh, did yes. he? Jaguars <laughs> and kicking this week has been a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. You were saying something about J.K. Jones. I don't remember anything. <laughs> the cornerbacks are going to be. Yeah, they're going to be. The fine. point is, they have a lot of young, untal- uh, un- untested talent, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that. The reality is Ohio State and, and Ryan Day said it on signing day. They thought they hit a home run a week or a year ago with J.K. Johnson and, and uh, Jordan Hancock. And mm-hmm. those two were the top two guys on their board in the class of 2021, like the top. So at this point, you have to trust that your evaluations are right. Mm-hmm. They liked what they saw out of uh, Jordan Hancock this season. They liked what they saw out of J.K. Johnson. when he's Now, speaking of a wild card, he's a guy that, you know, those St. Louis kids – can get a little different. I like it. No, oh, is that right? And Cam Brown. Cam Brown. J.K. Johnson are both from St. Louis. Zeke. Cam's a St. Louis dude. He's from the Lou and he's proud. He is. I mean, he's so St. Louis. Just that's your grammar. Louis. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> You're the one that's wearing the sweater. and we're turning, sweater looks great. We're turning the show weird? You guys are festive. <laughs> uh, but it, it's one of these situations where you need to have one of these veteran guys come back and say, hey, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take control of this. And. I think it's interesting that Cam did it before the game and wanted to get a head start on it. And I, I think you'll see other guys like Zach Harrison and, and um, maybe even Taraji Mitchell and other guys do the same thing. And it's important with Cam Brown as well because he was ready to go. Uh, <clears throat> I talked to him, you know, seven days beforehand, and he said, I'm going to play the Rose Bowl, but I'm not sure my body can take another year uh, of the wear and tear. Just to be completely transparent about it, he – he was ready to move on. He was telling other players that was the case. But some of these other factors that we've talked about, boosting your draft stock is one mm-hmm. for him personally. Mm-hmm. But the sting of the loss, not a lot of players <clears throat> want to end their career at Ohio State yep. losing to Michigan uh, and having all those championships stripped away, not winning a national championship, not winning a Big Ten championship your final year. Those things all factor into it. So you don't have to – I think it's a good thing for Ohio State. You also brought up the brotherhood. You want to be with your teammates. That's another part of it. I don't, you know, how big of a slice of pie? I don't know. But when you put it all in there, you don't have to make up your mind and say, "Ah, well, I can't come back." You you can still come back, mm-hmm. and that is in the back of their minds. And I think that you may find, I don't know what Zach Harrison's going to decide. He said he was going to play in the Rose Bowl and then sat down. But has he accomplished everything that he wanted to? Um, will he get drafted? Will he get where drafted? He wants yeah, where? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. this is a somebody that. <laughs> Certainly, when you look going into the year in August and September, and then he makes a couple sacks but then gets hurt, I think he finished with four and a half. That's not mm-hmm. first-round production. And we're just going to call it like it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe that conversation looks different. Especially in a year him. where you got two top five guys. Exactly you know? right. Yep. So we'll see what transpires there. But I think that you know the way that this Rose Bowl month has played out, where there's not a lot of discussion about the actual game, has maybe helped that realization come quicker for some of these guys, especially like Cam Brown. But we'll see. Uh, and that's, I think Cam probably looked at this, and there's a big difference in, in salary between being, you know, third, fourth, or set first, second. Like, and that's, mm-hmm. that's the, he has the ability and the potential to be one of those guys. It's just the injuries have hampered him. But when he was on the field this year, he was very good. So Cam, and then it was with Zach Harrison, like you said, there's a lot of un, unfulfilled, untapped potential there. 
and expectations that he had coming in, and he's shown flashes of it. But if you want to be a first-round pick, you've got to be yeah. that guy every week. You have yeah. to be dominant. you got to be getting the double teams and letting your other guys. We're talking know. four and a half sacks a season. Chase Young had four sacks in a game. Now, I'm not <laughs> trying to say he needs to be to that level. but if That's how you become a we, top five. For on the yeah. five-star level. Like, I watched uh, Nick Bosa have 15 sacks in the NFL this year. I mean, he, he harasses quarterbacks on a weekly basis. Joey, same thing. Yeah. Chase, before he got injured. Like, all those guys. And so if you want to get your name be put in the same category in the company of those players. It's not about leaving after three years. It's about mm-hmm. be, being as productive and as feared as those guys. And, and you can give him a little leeway and understand yeah. the situation has been very COVID, There's all this crap yep. that's going on. And I'm a not crazy saying couple it's years. his fault. The interesting thing with Zach is that he's a guy that if he decided to leave and went to the combine and did, he's going to test well, blow people's minds mm-hmm. with what he can do athletically. But then you have to ask, you know, how they're going to turn the film out? on though, and they're going. How does get. that balance out with what NFL guys are seeing on tape? And you know, I think we've talked to Zach about this the last two years. Like, hey, you're so close, you're so close, mm-hmm. you're so close. In his mind, does he realize that I'm so close and I still have to get there, or does he think I'm so close and that's close that enough? Yeah. And I, I think Listen. that's. That's really the what it comes down to. Close only to counts in horseshoes, and hand grenades, grenades, and dancing. Remember, no, I didn't know the dancing one. Well, that was proximity matters. Proximity matters. Let's just let's put it like straight out, back and forth. Yeah, that's the Orville way. Yeah, <laughs> noon, noon dances. That's how it works. We don't dance in Orville, Ohio. I thought he was just going to talk about ballroom dancing, but apparently we've got. Listen, I can do that too. Tap jazz. I did it all back in the day. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. Did you wear? Yeah, I got these sweet feet. Wear some beautiful sweet. sweaters for that too. <laughs> oh, I had some. I had some nice costumes. Those were uniform. Those were those were costumes. Once it's <laughs> those, it's those, called a uniform. Those were costumes. I don't know. I All can't right. call that a uniform. Well, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna put on our uniforms for the second half. Berm's gonna. Well, I think one basket of mac and cheese bites is already gone. Mm. Hopefully, they're leaving these down here. He's not getting them. at your local roosters tomorrow. Appetizer Tuesday is. We have a, a, a plethora here of appetizers. I think we have every it's a bounty. It's a holiday bounty. It really is. This think, is the cornucopia. I think it's because we want to have all of our bases covered, that we have fried mushrooms. I think that's the number one choice for Tuesday. And Bill Zwick. And, and he'll definitely be loading up on those. But Will's watching. It's subject to change. It's going to be $2 Hallmark no matter movies, what you order. fried mushrooms. Not, not no matter what you order. There's While a listening to Letterman Austin's Live. Austin's putting out fake, fake oh, news that's right. I've tried, to, I've tried to take that away from Nicole before. She didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, so Whatever your local roosters has, designated. it'll be $2. You got some mod sticks, the mac and cheese bites. I mean, my goodness. Don't you the yearn there's a day where every appetizer can be $2? I'm going to... Jay-Z's going to get chips brought back, and I'm oh, going to get every appetizer for $2. Yeah, Christmas day. miracle. That's going to be our mission statement at Roosters for Letterman Live. It's a fun, casual joint. This is a fun, casual conversation. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Precision engineering. Rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well-designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, 
Visit Bryant.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back in to Letterman Live. It is brought to you by Roosters. Uh, Monday brought another case of portal fever to Ohio oh, State. yes, mm. portal fever. Darion Henry Young, the former four-star, he had a lot of injuries he was dealing with throughout high school. He's never really fully healthy with the Buckeyes. He has entered the portal as well, Berm. Um, impact here. doesn't seem like this is something that changes a whole lot for Ohio State. Well, it doesn't change a whole lot, especially if you do get Zach Harrison back and Javante Jean-Baptiste comes back and Tyler Friday is coming back. And Bro, Dex- Tyler Friday's traps and shoulders are on a whole nother level right now i mean I, he, it was like it was the only thing he could do this year so he coach i'm like got after and I, I asked coach Mick, I'm like, where all the other, everyone wants to know what's what's the secret <laughs> to friday's trap workout i tell marcus crowley he's on the crutches we can't do any legs can we get shoulders and start looking like tyler friday so my man's looking straight off like debo on friday <laughs> wow we just it's the kind of insight you can only I, get. I can't keep up. Uh, Darion <clears throat> was a player out of Cincinnati Princeton High School. Very kind of raw in high school. You know, he they really kind of thought. But was he a dog though? Could he get after it? at times? Raw, so he was a dog. I, I think that there was a belief that he would develop into like an Adolphus Washington type three tech who could do a little bit. Of, yeah. But he didn't put on the weight that they really I think wanted him to in the last two years. He, as Austin said, it hasn't been able to really stay healthy and. As you look at the depth chart and Jack Sawyer and now JT to a Malowau and everything else that's coming, I, I I think, you know, it's one of these things where a kid sees a writing on the wall and and you can't really wish ill on people when they make a decision for themselves. But you know, it, it has only been one year, uh, and you think again. I think a lot of times these kids just need to slow down. Yeah, Do one, you, one normal year, right? Plus one weird year, but they're all weird anymore. Um, that's this is his second year player, correct? Uh, he's a redshirt freshman. He was in class yeah, so, he, yeah. so two seasons. If you give it two seasons to yeah. me, and you begin to see, and there's different reasons different guys do everything. Yeah. But I, I, I think the transfer portal can work well for guys in this situation where you've been in a school for two years, mm-hmm. you've worked at it, maybe you've had some injuries, some other things. They're starting to recruit around you and maybe over you a little bit, and you're like, where's my pathway to play? And maybe you can grind and, and – walk uphill both ways on that path and finally get there. Or it's like, you know what, I could probably go to a school that's, and I say step down, maybe not quite as competitive as a top five program in the country. And there's an easier pathway to go there. It's interesting for guys like that. He's from Cincinnati. Cincinnati now is a top five program. It's a top five ranked. I wouldn't say it's a top five program consistently. You're not going to have the four and five stars in the same room as you do at Ohio State. To veer off the path here a little bit, this is where Luke Fickle has to win battles. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to beat Kentucky and a couple other schools for for a guy like Darion Henry Young. They all want Ohio State cast-offs or Mm -hmm. departers. So I I think it's fascinating to see how that plays out because Luke can build a program. What, the 35th ranked recruiting class, 36th? I'm like, I'm not a math guy, but there's like at least 12 schools almost <laughs> averaging in every Power 5 program. Like, that's 60. It's really like probably 63, 64. I'm like, that means he's beating about half of them in recruiting at yeah. a group of five school. And he knows what he's doing. That's, you know, I, I think he probably has a good shot of winning this one. You know, Darion Henry Young was seriously considering Cincinnati coming out. 
Um, I believe he took a, he took a visit there, Berm, or maybe multiple. Uh, him and Paris took a visit there as sort of a— Oh, so he was Paris. Okay, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about now. So him, yes. him and Paris, they were teammates there at Cincinnati, uh, Princeton. They took a visit there in the summer, an official visit. <clears throat> and it was sort of a goodwill visit, basically. Um, a favor. A favor to say, hey, we're going to go and show up on a big weekend for you guys and have some— Highly ranked players, big time guys there. Just to you know, they love Cincinnati. They, yeah. they, mm-hmm. There's no rooting against them, so it was sort of a go ahead and let him visit with Paris, and um, you know, again, it's it's a battle Luke Fickle needs to win. Well, he's won those historic. Like he got was it Hudson out of Michigan, uh, who came down yeah. and played tackle, you know, and did a great job and you know, played well. And, and and he's throwing a net over that Cincinnati area. I mean, he knows he realizes James, there's good football down there. He needs to get those guys. James Hudson was teammates with Michael Warren at Toledo Central Catholic, so that's where they had that relationship. So when Hudson left Michigan, that was why Cincinnati yeah. was sort of the so Luke. The, hey, come here. I mean, he understands yeah. the relationship. Game. We can get down here. We'll develop you. We'll work you. And you, there's a pathway too. And to get to the NFL, from they're going to have a lot of oh, guys yeah. drafted. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have some dudes out there, and I think you, they've shown that, hey, we can go compete. They have anybody. dudes that are best players in, at their yeah. position in the league, you know, coming from Cincinnati. Right. I mean, it, it's definitely on the up. I, I think the point you raised about sticking it out two years, Bobby, I mean, I wish that that was sort of the standard. That's my That was mm-hmm. my thing for the transfer portal. Give them two years. Because then if, you, if you're not playing, you get registered, you have three mm-hmm. years to go play somewhere else. You can play immediately. It's all. Yeah, you have two recruiting classes come in. You can kind of see what they're doing behind you, or you have maybe one or you know one and a half. Yeah, you can kind of see what's going on, where you might fit in, or where you might not fit in, and realize that you might have to do something. Those but those are the kind of changes that have to happen, or or things get yeah. way out of control. There's a lot of things going on, and I think Berm has said this, and I know he doesn't truly want a lot of government influence in college football deep down. Let me but be there clear. are just in his just in his personal that life. last. So like we were in here Monday, yeah. we couldn't have even envisioned everything that was going to happen on Wednesday. With a number two overall, number I don't know, is he number one or number two, depending on which site you're yeah. reading, mm-hmm. going to an FCS Jackson State because Barstool is paying a million dollars. We couldn't have envisioned that. Well, we, they said they, they are. That. Now, is that is that confirmed? It's it's reported. It's rumored enough that you wonder how a rumor like that takes off. There. There's some rooted smoke things. and fire, but. Regardless, I mean, we're in a but somebody is, is paying him to go there, and it doesn't matter if he goes there because he doesn't have to stay. He may never even play there. Yeah, you just so made a big splash, and then he could transfer out. What does a letter of intent mean? Nothing anymore. Not without like so that was the argument. Like you used to sign it. It's like all right, well now I've signed this. They have to either let me out of yeah. this or I've got to go there and then sit out for a year. Now it's like well. <laughs> Can you like delete the text that you sent the portal yeah. and then that eliminates your letter yeah. and you decide just to un- unsend it like yes. in Instagram? I'm going to un- unsend that number. from you guys. Yeah, sorry about that. There, there are going to be issues that come out of this, and there has to be. I don't want. I don't. I mean, I know I mentioned Congress getting involved. What I solved really, a lot of problems lately. What I really, no doubt about what I really mean. They're, they're, they're batting a thousand right now. What I really want <laughs> is some sort of regular regulated oh. body. Whether it's inside the uh, college football, the NCAA actually the doing something, NCAA have, to, you know, to have some sort of rules, there has to be rules. Uh, this isn't Vietnam, Jerry. Without we're rules, asking, there's chaos. You have, on the one hand, you have Congress, and on the other, you <laughs> the have NCAA. NCAA. And somebody, somehow, oh boy, somehow Berm thinks that somebody these has yeah. groups. I don't merge them. I don't care who it is. They'll boys, figure it out. Someone has to regulate this stuff because otherwise, what happened with last Wednesday? And hey, great. Cool for Travis Hunter if he's going to start a new thing. 
But guess what? Not everyone's going to get paid a million dollars like Travis Hunter is. So, uh, it, uh, allegedly. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, you just have to understand that not everyone's in the same position. But Deion Sanders doesn't have to stay at Jackson State next year. Travis Hunter doesn't have to even show up. I mean, it's it's just sort of rudderless right now, and I don't think that's good for anyone. Rudderless. But how much fun, let me ask you this, as a kid, when you would go down like those big hills sled riding on the disc sled without Ooh, the rudder, pick up some and you're just spinning in circles. You have no idea no where you're going. going. You know there's some trees, there's some other things down there. Is there like a little stream, maybe a fence? Is the going road into the, the road? Yeah. Oh, I'm backwards. I don't have the ability to control this at all, as opposed to like, oh, I get on the normal linear linear one with some tracks. Like you're staying straight up. You know, you're going fast, but you can see there's not near the excitement <laughs> burn to be able to spin. Mm. Like I watched Christmas Vacation last night, and Chevy Chase just spinning in the circle <laughs> Right there, man. That was that was real exciting stuff. Bob has now fully embraced the chaos of college football, and he loves it. He wants I, I would it. have never imagined that you would be because what are we chaos. gonna do? We're gonna slide this in the build back better point, like Bill. <laughs> and get the, here, you know what? Well, this is gonna sweeten the pot forever. There you go. Burn was writing. It'll to cost his, zero. His local. <laughs> It'll cost zero for everybody out there. Hey, that's me. Hey, you know what? You, you want to get some? You want to maybe get some red state senators hey. involved? You guys That's when you get something done. done. It's too bad we're losing Gonzo. He would have pushed this through. Yeah. He's taking control. Gonzo gave Gonzo. up on this for the same reason that we make fun of it. Because you realize it's, <laughs> yeah. a, it's literally just banging your head. can't be a part of this. i got to get out of here. Banging your head in the wall. Talking to people who, it's like they're highly educated but highly ignorant. It's a really a great combination. Well, so the other part of this was, we talked about it on signing day. Uh, Berman and I did that. A Texas with setting mm. up whatever endowments, scholarships, NIL, Hush funds, whatever yeah. you want. Like, Call. I, I honestly, I say you have to just tip your hat to Texas because they adapted early enough and took advantage of it. Well, I find it very hard to believe that the same thing won't exist at Ohio State. I don't uh, know. You saw the program. tweet, right? It's, it's amazing that you brought that Wink up. Wink face. Because literally this morning as I was working <laughs> out and I'm listening to you on uh, Bishop and Laurinaitis with your guy Tim May and yeah. tr- True Digressions, which, what is this? Is New Year's resolution? And There's say, no way that'll stick. Like, 100% no way. <laughs> well, what did he say? He's, gonna, he's resolved not to say <laughs> I digress. I, <laughs> I almost said that, that I was going to digress. Right. What? Yeah. But the irony was that what he was doing, it wasn't even a digression. It was just really part of the conversation. <laughs> it never is. He just he's just but his go-to. As I was listening to you guys talk about that, I'm thinking like, I mean, should I start making calls? I feel like I know enough boosters and different things. Yeah. I'm not saying I would be the, the person to drive this. Like, hey, uh oh, mm. let's look around contributions. Hey, I'm saying that maybe you will be. Let's yeah, get, maybe. Let's get LLC set up. Yeah. I mean, figure some figure something out. And hey, who wants to contribute to this pot? And we'll do something for the offensive line. And I don't know if you can get fifty grand every year for every player, but you know, how many people? How many phone calls does that take? Right. And I mean, is this something where hey, you know what? We'll put it in. It'll be like an endowment. We'll have a group that manages it and will only distribute some yeah, of the proceeds from it. So, we got to do it now. We don't want to wait. And yeah. go, go in the toilet like Texas did for, you know, 10 years. And, but that's <laughs> you know, like, We don't want that, so we got to stay ahead of it. I was right. sitting there thinking, like, is anybody doing this right now? I was, I'm sure there probably are conversations being had. but There are like, definitely conversations. No one's doing it yet, but trust me, after what happened in yeah. the last yeah, – Yeah, flipping You have to. There is no other option. I don't think that – like I said, Texas could see that that was probably coming. Texas A&M seemed to be out there in front. Both of those have very passionate, deep-pocketed boosters who are always – uh, involved in roster management, whether that was yeah, whether good or, or bad. Yeah. So some of that was already in place for them, but you know, I don't think anybody thought it would be to that extent that you have to do this right away. 
because there was some expectation that maybe the market would settle itself. But all of this was happening for the first time. And, you know, this is the rules now. So that's what you have to play by. Over the line. Who, but Burns, who is going to be the Walter Solchek and stand up and pull the piece out on everybody in college football and say, over the line. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sarky. <laughs> sorry, Sarky. You're sorry, over the line. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> no, mark it, dude. It's an A. Sorry, Sarky. You're over I mean, the line. It's more like Jimbo. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, we've been doing this for years. Now I guess you could. Not we, but I mean people yeah. have been doing this for yeah, years. We can, we, we, can, we can do it in public now. It's okay. That's, well, that's where we're at. I mean, this is not new money. People didn't just suddenly decide what? that they were going to invest in their favorite college football team. And I like how I like the term that you use right there. Invest, invest. in your favorite college football. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm gonna put some giving money away. I'm, I'm investing well, I'm this in, into you. I'm guys. investing it into the program in hopes of the return in wins on the back end. Yeah. And those wins How much are those wins the, worth? The yeah. utility that I get, the good feelings. I mean I'm gonna have to go back and watch blue chips again. Like that's where <laughs> I, I get some good ideas out I of there. I mean, yeah. I really feel like this is life imitating art now. With blue, go, go buy yourself another linebacker. <laughs> I mean, just. I mean, at what point can you get to be that booster where you're calling Ryan Day? Hey, do we need to get this done? All right. Well, I need some access. I need mm-hmm. this. I need that. Who's got trendies? I want to call some plays. Who's got trendies, Walter? Who's got? <laughs> well, I think the, I mean, the whites had conversations with uh you know some people in that building down the road about that influence in the future if you're letting the boosters take control of your roster now what does that mean for you i you have to go answer to them they're signing the paycheck slippery slope i don't know that's why i think berm wants congress involved yeah, yeah. yeah. Prote- well. Protect everyone involved. Because they don't ever take All I care about is the what? integrity of the sport. <laughs> ah, yes. <clears throat> and no one cares more about integrity than those fine people in Congress. That's, mm-hmm. that's very true. I've said well, it. I've always said that. <laughs> I've always said that. I've always. always said that. Thank you. That's, that's, a, that's truly a great point. Um, <laughs> I will not be here for the last Letterman Live. Oh. Here. I will be in Los Angeles. So We're going to get you a TV screen like they do on oh, the first day. Yeah, yeah. I'll be Probably, probably still in the air with 17 masks on. Can you get a selfie stick so you can do it? I you know, so fl- you're not. The flight we don't want the. We don't want the. Can, you know, up me. in your face. We want you to be a little bit away. And excuse me, sir. Put down that uh, can of Coke and your peanuts. Uh, you yes. had your mask down for an hour. Um, you actually eat the peanuts on a flight. Who does? Hundred percent. I think uh, they're not allowed to have those because <clears throat> people have allergies. I'm pretzels. Yeah, it's pretzels. Oh, it's, oh, a, it's a mix. Man. It's a mix now. Peanuts though, or no? I mean, the best are the biscotti cookies that Delta gives you. Yes, the biscotti. Thank you, Delta. I don't like to fly Delta because I like for my plane to actually take off. Yes. Um, I. You don't fly Delta either. You I, don't like to fly. Trust me. I only Nobody's going to listen to you. I only fly Delta. You Qantas. don't like you getting fly on planes. Qantas. Qantas. Oh, yeah? Qantas never crashed. I've not heard about it. I'm not worried about the crashing so much as I am just the... You know, what are you worried about? The, I don't know. I don't know what I call the bumpy. The leg room? The turbulence? Yeah. Yeah. Turbulence? Not about it crashing. Just doesn't like turbulence. Yeah, because if I'm going to crash, I'm not, it doesn't matter. Just yeah. a smooth crash would be fine? Yeah. Cool. So, but either way, I only fly people Delta ha- if I can help it because it's out of Detroit and it's direct almost everywhere I it's go. It's true. The D. It's so, a much better. It's in your backyard. The fact that you're better. not worried about crap. Like, that's usually people's most irrational fear about flying. I'm a rational that- human. I can. I realize. That's what I got to say. Like, if it if starts the plane's going to get- gonna crash, I'm going to die. So I don't. At yeah. That so point, if it gets bouncy, you say the same thing. Like, hey, if it no, goes down, whatever. Because that's that the way point, it goes. At that point, it's just like an unnecessary, like. <laughs> Uh, uh, they're messing with you. Yeah, because if, oh, 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 I'd, nope, rather, gotcha. I'd much rather, I'd much rather 
like 99.999% of the time have a perfectly smooth flight. And that point zero 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 one, the pilot come on and be like, well, you're doomed. You're dead. So uh, say goodbye. I'd much rather hey, have smooth that. sailing up to here, but we're going into a mountain. Just yeah. dive <laughs> Berm's right like, into a Berm's like, this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> this is how I wanted it. Thank you, Captain. Yeah, thanks, Cap. I just prefer. Smooth ride I, up to this point. I want them to be direct. Can I honest. take my mask off? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You sir, better not. Sir, mask up. That'd be a plane full of COVID deaths. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> We're gonna have to change the grading on this uh, yeah, video. This one will not be safe uh, oh, for everyone's. I couldn't. Oops! <laughs> oh well. I was gonna ask what you guys think is gonna happen on New Year's Day, since I won't mm. be here to talk about it. I anymore. think uh, uh, I like I like a Buckeye victory. Yeah. I th- I don't think it's a dominant defensive performance. But I think you feel a lot better watching. Like you're not going to hold Utah to 30 yards rushing the football. It can't, it's not going to be Michigan State. Right. But I don't think it looks like it did against Michigan either. And you know they they're spinning some dudes around there, linebacker trying to solve some problems. And I think that it'll you'll see that the problems are on their way to being solved. You're getting a lot of partial credit. I don't know if we're getting a hundred percent full credit, but like. Uh, on the, the long division, can I get like an eight and a half and nine out of ten on show, this problem? Show some work. Show your work. Make the tackles. All right, we, they had a twenty yard run. Okay, mm-hmm. but they didn't have fifteen of yeah, them. Ben, but like, don't break. You know, yeah, yeah. We, they're not just bit. taking eight minute drives down the field. You know, maybe they, you know, hit a couple big ones, but you, you, you regather and you, and you slow them down. I, I think they don't have the horses that Michigan did to keep it up the entire game. I and mean, they may, you know, come out strong. And I think we wear them down, even though we might be a little thin on that side as well. But we have our big. They've come out, you know, our big D linemen have said they, they're going to play in this game, so we expect to have them at full tilt, and they're going to, maybe I not, think, have something maybe to prove. One well, maybe not one, but the guys that are going to play who are coming back and choosing to play in this game, they're going to have something to prove, and they're going to want to go out and, you know, have their last game be a good one and put that on film. Yeah. I think the tweet from C.J. Stroud on Sunday, which he tweeted something, he said, this is, how, this is how villains are made or something, and posted. Oh, was that? He put that out? Fourth place. Um, like, I think that you're going to see C.J. Stroud go out in the mm-hmm. Bowl and, and use that as a launching pad for next year, and I, I think that the Buckeyes are going to win. I think they're going to win, like, somewhat easily. I think 52 to 24-ish, somewhere. Ooh. I think that you're going to see a pissed-off team. Um, and a lot of guys that have a lot to prove. And so I, I think that that generally, despite the fact that it's a bowl game, and I know the rest of oh, the, the team that doesn't want to be there the most is the team that I think these guys realize that they may not want to be there, but they need to be there. Um, and they don't want to get embarrassed like they did the last time. Exactly. They were on the I think that I think that drives them. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's actually going to be a fairly comfortable. Now, I know nobody has said anything, but I just want to ask you, I mean, you talk about putting 52 points up. So does that mean we have – all of our weapons on that side of the ball? I, I think we are we're, all of the mindset that there's no possible way Garrett Wilson plays in the Rose Bowl. Um, okay. I, I I think that there's still some discussion about Chris Olave playing. I think that he's probably going to. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. Um, he may not play the whole game. He may not need He may not need to, but I also believe that with Jackson Smith and Jigba and Julian Fleming and Emeka Abuka right. and Marvin Harrison that, yeah, we have, we have. that Utah still doesn't have – the yes. ability to stop all those guys, um, and uh, oh, Travion Henderson's playing. Yeah, that's what. Uh, <laughs> and then there's somebody, and then there's him, and he's somebody who really I think benefited from some time off, a little bit of a break, mm-hmm. and then recharging. He, it was hard. For, he was hurt and dealing with some of the true freshman walls mm-hmm. there in the second half. And I don't, he wasn't the same guy at the end of the year, and not the same guy that he will be maybe on New Year's Day or definitely not next year. So add that in, you know, I think Ohio State's going to win this game as. As Bob said, it's hard to figure out exactly how much stock to put into this defensive effort because the day after they get back, Jim Knowles will be in charge. Mm-hmm. And 
They'll be looking at some other things and changing the scheme. You know, banged up at linebacker still, maybe missing somebody who can help stop the run up front. But Have you yeah. had a chance, Bob, to look more at his scheme and what he does? I mean, is there a real difference between what he does and the defensive, like, ideal that Ryan Day has wanted? Uh, I don't think it's, like, massively different. I mean, he does uh, some different things in the way that he – you know, goes about. It. I think some of that too might be the type of offenses you're playing conference-wise, and you're going to tweak that to try to stop those guys uh, with it. But I, I don't think it's like some massive deviation in philosophy from how he plays and in what they've done before. But there'll be some small, subtle tweaks. I think they want to diversify some things on what they do. And the good thing, like having Cam Brown back, like having guys who have been experienced players on the back end, it gives you the ability to be more flexible than maybe what they've been in the past. It's still a 4-2-5. That's what the Buckeyes have, in essence, been running. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't change it wholesale changes, but I think the idea is to get to mix it up, right? Be yeah. more multiple. Well, the thing is, in the Big Ten, you can run a 4-2-5, but there's games where you have to be able to run a 4-3. Mm-hmm. As, we just, as we just or, saw, or, or. as many as it takes. As many dudes as it takes <laughs> yeah. in those first two numbers. Yeah, and it also helps if you have enough linebackers yes. to actually to do, do it. Yeah. So uh, another another thing to discuss heading into the offseason slash uh, Rose Bowl preparation. Want to make sure that everybody has a wonderful Christmas. Yeah, you do the same. Happy holidays. It's been a great year with you guys. As always, I will not be here for the last show of the year. Uh, getting ready to head out there for the Rose Bowl. and provide Keep your head on a swivel out there. I will. I will do my best to stay safe, and you guys do the same. Uh Thanks to Nicole Cox for having us. Appetizer Tuesday on deck. She'll be out there in L.A. as well with the Roosters Bowl Trip giveaway for those winners, 24 of them getting Gosh, the deluxe accommodation. what a trip, huh? And, yeah, she's busy planning for that right now. A lot of logistics going in to California. That's Justin Zwick, Bobby Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham, and I am Austin Ward. See you all in California. These guys will see you next week at Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual trip.